Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. At the Honda Summer Sales Event, one summer adventure leads to another. Start with a new Honda and be on your way to desert treks, lakeside getaways, and mountain paths so remote you need an actual map. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 1.9% APR on the 2021 Honda Accord and 0% APR on the 2021 HRV or Pilot. Start your Honda safe adventure at NorCalHondaDealers.com. See dealer for financing details. What's good, reviewers? It's your man, Benny Blue, and football season is back, and we want to make sure we touch as many new reviewers as possible, and we need your help to do it. So please, go to iTunes right now. Give us a five-star rating. That helps us climb the charts and make sure we reach as many savages out there from sea to shining sea. If you don't have iTunes, you can also check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, CastBox, and iHeartRadio, and also make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well and follow us at JB and Benny Blue on all social media. Five-star rate us on iTunes now. Appreciate it. I'll tell you what, it's been seven years coming, baby. I learned one thing since I've been here. You got to fight for your right to party! <laughs> That's it from here. Damn. Five, four, three, two, one. The plans are made. I made Uncle Blue's famous guac. The Dilly Dillies are on deck. You know what it is. It is the national holiday known as Super Bowl Sunday. And the review is here for an all-gas, no-breaks edition of the podcast. True story. Benny, Benny, true story. These are actual facts. 65% of America will call in sick for work tomorrow morning. Damn right. For good reason. If you don't believe it, if you don't believe it, do the statistical check. It's going to happen, all right? Cats going to get too many dillies in their system, maybe a little bit too much whiskey, a little too much vodka, and the team's not going to win, and they're going to be pissed off. They're going to call in sick for work tomorrow morning. I don't blame them. Shit. Fuck it. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing, as you should. That should be, the day after Super Bowl should also be, should be National Hangover Day. But we said, well, we said that last year, right? Day. Did, didn't we say that last year? Probably. We we'll say, say it every year. year until you make it happen. People, yeah, people gotta start fucking listening to us, but we, we we drop gems. Like that's 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 that just just should happen. That's, oh, yeah. that should be law. All right, that oh, yeah. should be law. Right, exactly. I agree with that. That's amazing. Benny Benny exactly. for president. Goddammit. it. Hey, I got hair in the face for it. That's right. We oh. love you, reviewers, and we got plenty of gems. If you want to run back all our past episodes, JB and Benny Blue Follow us at JB and Benny Blue. And this is, of course, the JB and Benny Blue Review Podcast. We've made it through a long, winding road of the 2019 Ooh. season. Uh, it's been fun. We're going to get into some of the things that we predicted at the very top of the season here a little bit later in the episode. But all oh, reviewers from Sea to Shining Sea, that additional face that you see there, rocking yes, his finest. G-Men shirt. He's not just some random person that we we came up <laughs> off the street. Found He's joining us for a purpose. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this young man is the fighting pride of the Western New Mexico Mustangs uh, from Long Island to Phoenix. Uh, JB has taken him under his wing and made him an even better lineman and better man. And he is the winner of our JB and Bangler Review NFL.com for the People Fantasy Football League. 
with a team just known as uh, as Mike. He just wanted to get straight to it. A team known as Mike, a 13 and one record. That's pretty wow. damn good. That is, uh, joining uh, uh, us. Uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure that that's that's like rivaling any any fantasy record in the nation. 13 and one, like Jesus. Right. That's pretty damn I was, good. So, I, I started seven and zero. I was like, I don't believe this stuff. And then Drew Brees just saved my whole whole year. He was, he had like forty points every game. So thanks to Drew Brees, that's why I'm the winner. You were getting hot, and the and the voice you hear there is the one and only Michael Lonsky joining us. He's the winner of the fantasy football Yay. for the people JB Member Review League. That's right. We told you if you win the league, you get to be on the show. You get to see he's repping Western already. And uh, yeah. Mr. Mr. Lonsky, because you get to join us, uh, the floor is yours, sir. Get, give the reviewers out there your victory speech. How did how did you do it? How could you have possibly won this league? How did you do it? It all started in the draft, you know, just had to pick the right players. And um, I decided to pick Drew Brees first because he never disappoints. He's always throwing that ball and now he's a league leader in touchdowns. So even after even he got hurt. So I, I picked up Daniel Jones to start the first couple weeks when after Eli. And then Daniel Jones went off against the Tampa Bay Bucks. So that was a good thing. And then it just all got into place. And I had Mike Evans, who had a great season until he got hurt at the end. But uh, it was a tough stretch at the end of the season because a lot of injuries and just uh, it was pretty, pretty difficult. But my team... Uh, got it and won. Tell, tell stretch my ass, Mike. You look, you you, you were thirteen and one. I don't think there was at any at any point during this, during this fantasy season. I don't think you were like, oh shit. You weren't I'm even like, in the you weren't even in the playoffs. You weren't even in the playoffs. We, we oh, he's just, talking no, crazy. Oh, no. oh yeah, oh, yeah, no. No. yeah, we were. Look, we were done after week yeah, we six. It was it was a wrap. Like <laughs> yeah. I think we were zero six. At week six, it was bad. Right. So, and by the yeah. way, by the way, Mike, if there was a team that was decimated by injury, it was ours. We were we were picking cats <laughs> off the practice squad on fantasy football. That's how yeah. bad it was getting for us. Look, it got so bad for us that I would I would stop fucking checking it at like week eight. I stopped checking. No, it hurt your heart because I I kept trying to go on and find quality free agents. Nah. It just wasn't happening. Yeah, sometimes it wasn't even fun because sometimes games wouldn't even be close. I'd just be blowing out everyone. So Killing everybody. Nice yeah. problem to have. It's a nice problem to have there, kiddo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, J- JB, clear- clearly clearly, this young man has the penchant for shit-talking as we do. So for the reviewers out there who don't know Mr. Lonsky, what, what can you baby. tell the reviewers uh, about about this, this young man who's uh, not only doing things in fantasy football, but on the uh, college level as well? Hard-working young uh, man. Just... Uh, uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I, I'm talking. He gave me the floor. I'm talking. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm gonna talk a little shit about you. Oh my bad. About my guy. Right? About my guy. Okay. So I met this young man through uh, Derek Kennard Jr., who owns uh, Pro S Performance. Uh, shout out to DK. Uh, one, two, and three. Uh, he's uh, DK is the brother of your boy. Uh, your your good outside linebacker for the Detroit Lions, yeah. Mr. Uh, Devon Kennard, who uh, uh, went to my man uh, Mike's alma mater here. Uh, the great Desert Vista High School out here in Phoenix, Arizona. So I met Mike, man, and we started working together last year before we went to school. Hardworking young man, very humble kid. Uh, one of my sons, as I, you know, that once once kids get under my wing, they become my son. And uh, I'm, I'm proud to know the young man. I'm happy to watch his progression, and and and, and on and on and on for my man Mike. All right, on and on. I there appreciate that. There it is. And Mike, I mean, look, obviously, you know, you're you're blessed enough to play at the next level, but maybe the uh, 
you know, the regular football fan, the re- you know, the regular, you know, person in general may not be familiar with the uh, Western New Mexico University program. Now that you've been there, what what can you what 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 is your role there? How's your experience been, and what can you tell people about that program that they may not know? It, it is a up and coming program there. I mean, we have so much talent. We're we're just we're so close getting there. Last the coaches, the new coaches came in. They went zero and ten their first season with no recruiting. Then they wow. finally got recruiting, and then. We won two games last year, but it was just like kind of just everyone coming together. So it was uh, just a. I think that winning those two games, even though it's not a lot, it's just it helps a lot. It's just gonna make us. We're more hungry this year. Like really, like it's just we're looking forward to what we have coming up with all the new players coming in and just uh, how our grouping is right now, and we're forming a brotherhood there, and we're all excited for it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, as someone as someone who's played a program that was kind of kind of in that similar position where you essentially had to rebuild the culture, that's a real thing. People say, "Oh, you went 0 and 10, then you won two games," but you're making progress, and you have to be in the building and and fighting with those guys not only in season and in the off season. And speaking of the off season, I mean, you've had an opportunity to uh, to train with the great Dr. Jeremy Eugene Bridges III, Esquire. Uh, how has that experience been, and what what have you learned from the uh, the the pro, you know, sort of the uh, master to the grasshopper experience work, working with this guy in the headband? It's been it's been really great. I mean, like he he's just taught me things that I, I never learned before in the offensive line. Like just he's helping me transition from guard to center, and mm. that's a big thing because it's yeah. just now the center is like the captain of the offensive line. You have to know everything. Yep. So with snapping and uh, being simultaneously with your arm and foot when you're kick stepping, and even just uh, just how how he trains me and stuff is just it's fantastic. And I met him at the uh, Hogs and Dogs Lineman Academy uh, about a year and a half ago, and just mm-hmm. something clicked when I met him. And I was like, I have to get working out with him. So I texted my coach Derek Kennard Jr. and I was like, you have to get me working out with him. And next thing you know, I get his phone number and I'm working out with him the next week and just from there it started a great relationship and I'm very happy to have him in my life my god nice nice man I love all my children Benny I love all my children man well we 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 know you do and as 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 Mike as Mike being your new adopted son what what have you where have you seen his, his growth particularly as it relates to his not only his you know his technique but you know being a being a better leader on the field what have what have you seen personally JB the one thing that I love about Mike is, is his leadership skills, like, and he and and the, and the hunger to learn. Uh, I'm blessed to have, have deal deal with kids that that have a passion to learn, and Mike is one of them. Uh, you know, we we don't only like when we train, and Mike can attest to this. We, you know, I, I have a little thing, you know, what I'm saying I call football one on one. We sit and talk about football. We talk about situational football. We talk about things that can happen, things that have happened. Uh, we talk about what ifs. Uh, shout out to Russ Grimm because he's one of the coaches that really made me understand the concept of what ifs. You have to, in your mind, play out what ifs. And I trained my guys to think more about the position, also with the technique that they're getting. But you have to think about what you're doing. And, and just this hunger to learn, man, and, and watching this progression from the moment I, I got him the first time to the last time we worked out, you know what I'm saying? And this is watching some of his one-on-ones he would send me during the season last year. and Just listening. That that's the greatest part about it: listening and learning and applying. Like that, that's a special trait for young athletes that a lot of young athletes don't have. Uh, they think they know it all, or they don't want to believe or understand what you're trying to teach them or make them understand. So 
that's my guy, Mike, man. Uh, I've been blessed to have a lot of guys like him, and uh, he, he's, he's one of the many, but you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a blessing to have him. Nice, nice, and I mean, look, Mike is an opportunity to learn from a uh, from a pro who had who had a who had a long, very good career, and someone who obviously can can speak on what it takes to get to the next level. And uh, for those watching us on our on our YouTube or Facebook page, you see that young Mike is rocking his uh, his uh, his G man because he he did come from Long Island before he before he got out there in the desert. Strong and, uh, Island, strong, strong Island, Island, baby, strong, strong. You know Island, what I'm saying? Man. Yeah, he's 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 out here. He's out here repping. And I mean, look, Mike, your your G men, you know, they they've definitely been building on some stuff. I mean, you mentioned you mentioned your boy Danny Dimes, and of course they got Saquon, and now they have a new coach. And I'm I'm not sure if you heard a couple episodes ago, but we were talking about Dave and I were talking about Joe Judge, and we were saying, you know what? Sometimes you can fall you can fall for the press conference like it's a movie trailer. You know what I mean? But watching right. Joe Judge, I was like, I I took away from that like I feel like. A lot of people are going to say, oh, he's a position coach elevating to this, to a head coach. I don't know if that's the right thing, especially what's going on in our, our hiring climate. But at the same time, coming from that special teams um, aspect and working under Saban, working under Belichick, when you saw they hired Joe Judge, I mean, you know, what were your thoughts and how, how do you think he's going to translate to that position? I'm not going to lie. When I was sleeping and I looked at my phone <laughs> and I saw that the Panthers hired Matt Rule, and I was like, oh, come on. So now I was like, who are the Giants going to get? And then I wake up an hour later and it says, Giants hired Joe Judge. And I was like, shit, man. I was so upset. Like, I, it was it was just like, I put my head back down and I went to bed for another hour and a half. And then I woke up and then I just started seeing all this stuff about from Bill Belichick giving him good compliments. And then Nick Saban, I mean, he's been under two of the best coaches and arguably in football in both at both levels so just that, that made me felt feel a little better and then I heard the story about how John Harbaugh was the last head coach to be uh, a special teams coordinator and mm, look how successful he's doing yep so I uh, just when I heard his press conference I was like I was hyped I wanted I want to play for him it's just like he, run through he sounds <laughs> yeah, like you, you you hear other coaches and stuff like uh, the new coaches that their press conferences weren't as like sparked up like Joe Judge was like Joe Judge had this thing that he wants to get done and I believe he will because he's been under Belichick and Saban and I think that he's just gonna get it done and he has to because the Giants have been right. bad for the past nine Good years. Yep. Yep. Yeah. True story. Uh, true, true story. Uh, uh, John uh, Harbaugh was the special team coach my rookie year in Philadelphia, right? Mm-hmm. And for him to have the success that he's had, man, I would never have seen it, man, because, you know, he was kind of a goofball, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, everybody gave him shit about being like the runt of his family coaching-wise, you know what I'm saying? His dad was a great coach, his brother coached in, in college in Stanford, and he had come to the NFL to San Francisco, and now he's at Michigan. So back in those days, we, they, we used to give him a lot of shit, but... Um, you know, special teams coaches have this thing about them, right? And the special teams coach is usually the coolest coach. He's either the coolest coach on the team or the, the, the one that everybody hates, right? So <laughs> it's like there's no in-between, right? Everybody usually loves going to the special teams meetings or hates going to the special teams meetings. So uh, I think this cat's going to be all right, man. I, I just, just like Mike just said, like, Benny, listen to, you can, you can tell a man's ambition and his plans and how genuine he is just by the way he talks. Now, some people are world-class bullshitters. Let's, let's be real about it, all right? But he, he got emotional. He, you know, between him and Rule, 
the cat decide uh, with Carolina. Them, them cats was just like, look, this is what the fuck is going to be. This is how we're going to be. I think that he's going to, just based on the fact that he's been under Saban and under Belichick, he knows that his supporting cast is what's going to make him successful. All right, so I think that he's going to go out. He's going to hire guys that are going to help him be, be a better head coach because he don't know how to be a he don't know how to be a head coach. So the best head coaches always hire a ex head coach. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's some some higher position on their team to help them learn how to be a head coach. I, I see pretty good things from G man. You guys are, I mean, just a couple pieces away, honestly. Yeah, and plus, plus, I think a big thing for him was hiring Jason Garrett because now he has someone to lean on who has. 10 years of head coaching experience. And there's the guy. And this, if he has a problem and he, he can go to him and Jason Garrett can help him how to be how, how to be successful and stuff. So I think that's a hopefully. really good plus. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Right. Yeah, hopefully. Right. Hopefully. I mean, my, Mike, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure, Mike, a bad dream for you would be in two years when you wake up and Jason Garrett's the head coach of the G-Man. You're like, oh, no, it's the Cowboys East. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. The Cowboys Ooh. again. Oh, Yo. my God. Well, JB, JB took us there, Mike. Uh, he was talking about personnel, and obviously, I think we can all agree. I think I think you have the quarterback. Time will tell with some of the mm-hmm. stuff, but I think he was the guy, and definitely got a lot of criticism when that when that pick was made. Obviously, you got Saquon, um, but to you, obviously being a fan and playing, what where, where where the draft's coming up? What do you what are you looking at in terms of uh, in terms of needs? I, I would suspect you might say uh, for your own for your own personal experience maybe some of them hogs they could pick up in the yes draft? yes so the line has been terrible ever since uh after 2011 to be honest and it's just like eli eli was getting sacked at least 50 times a game i believe that jerry reese did waste the rest of eli manning's career with Oof. not getting the right needs for the offensive line so uh I mean, you guys drafted you guys drafted flowers in the first round, like what? Yeah, that was the worst. Yeah, yeah, and And then Eli Apple the next year. Then they picked Eli Apple, the cornerback, at ten the next year. I feel like they had no plans. That's why with Gettleman, I think Gettleman has done a great job the past two years in the draft by getting Pete needs. So, uh, but in this draft, I see that the Giants do need offensive line, but I think that if they're at number four right now, they they have to go with. Uh, a star player right there. I don't think they can waste the fourth pick on offensive lineman tackle right now. Um, but they need linebacker help. They need cornerback help. Their their defense is really young. Their D line I think is going to be really good for years to come with Dexter Lawrence. Uh, they need to resign Leonard Williams. Uh, I think that they should in free agency get Yannick Ngakwe. I think he would be a perfect fit for New York. And then uh, I think you should build the offensive line during free agency, but. In the draft, I think that I don't think um, the I think Isaiah Williams would be good at four, the guy from uh, LSU. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not getting the guy from Ohio State. I think that the Redskins are going to get him. So yeah, Chase Young is probably uh, going to go. It's probably Chase gonna go Young. number two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't see the Giants getting him, but uh, if I I could see them trading back and getting a bunch of picks from say San Diego because San Diego needs a quarterback right now. So I can sure. see them jumping into four and Giants just getting a haul from them and that would that would be fine. Then we could draft an offensive tackle in that position. And that that would be fine. You usually build a offensive line and this is just this is GMJB speaking. Uh, from my personal experience, just watching, you know what I'm saying, football and watching the mistakes that that professional teams have made in drafting. And this is all professional teams. You don't draft 
very selectively do you draft linemen high, right? Uh, the days of of true left tackles and true, you know, that that's over, right? You have to be a utility lineman at this point. You have to be able to play multiple positions. I tell you that when I train you. Like, you have to be valuable to a team in other ways. Now, where you're going to get solid offensive linemen, I think, is in the third, fourth, or fifth round. Excuse me. That's where you get quality offensive linemen because uh, because they're going to be sitting there, right? That way, all the hype is going to be gone. All the all the highly touted guys. I'm not saying that those guys are not going to be good, but nine times out of ten, odds are you're going to find guys that are going to play for you for a long time in the third through the sixth round. Period. That's offensive line, uh, defensive line. You can get a defensive lineman hot, like you said about Chase Young. You know, so he probably won't be there for it. You know, what I'm saying if you guys are sitting there for it, we'll try to get Chase Young. Probably won't be there. Uh, but I think, yeah, I think moving, I think trading back and getting more picks for you guys would be more beneficial than just sitting with what you got right now. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. And, and you know, you know, another team who might who might put up a gaslight to get someone to jump up to number three to get to a, uh oh, trade oh. back to get them picks, baby. Uh oh, trade Uh-oh. back to get them picks. Bart Scott, Uh-oh. stop pushing the narrative that they're going to get rid of Stafford. That's fucking stupid. That's. I agree. Yeah. Nah, you got nah, you got you guys need to build y'all's offensive line too and quit getting Stafford fucking murdered every game. Like Correct. <laughs> that's why his back problems. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, gentlemen, before we move on to the big game, uh, Mike, because we have you here, you already know the review. We're not a hot takes debate show. However, yeah. I want to post something to both of you, and I actually I'm gonna give I'm gonna give JB the floor on this. I'm gonna pose a question. You can tell me why I'm right, or you can tell me why I'm wrong. Here's a question oh, of the G Men persuasion. Eli Manning is not a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he will get in. JB, tell me why I'm right or why I'm wrong. You first. Uh, you're wrong. Uh, first of all, his last name is Manning. Let's just be completely honest. All right, they're their first family in the NFL. All right. Second of all, he has two Super Bowl rings, and with those two Super Bowl rings come two Super Bowl MVPs. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, his touchdown interception ratio is amongst the best top ten. Sorry, that's 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 all I gotta say. And, and 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 again, hey, his last name is Manning, so yeah, he's gonna get in first ballot. Trust me when I say there's been there's been first balloters just got it in, gotten in for less. So yeah, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Okay. Uh, so with me, I I think he is a first ballot Hall of Famer. I'm gonna tell you that straight off. I'm being a little biased, but still. But of course, the critics are gonna say um, he wasn't. Like, uh, he wasn't good at the past nine years after the Super Bowl. He's been terrible. But it's, it's, it's annoying when they say that he's just not good enough. He, he, and it's, it's tough to hear it because I, I got to work out with him in the summer in New York oh, wow. uh, last nice. year. Yeah, I got to catch some passes from him. Yeah. I said I was a tight end. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, just... It's just annoying. I, I just I don't get it. I think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He deserves it. He beat Brady twice, and and arguably he was the best team ever besides right. Miami, I guess. But uh, it's it's just I think that he's not going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer just because how everyone questions him and it's annoying. But he's gonna he he is a Hall of Famer definitely. Okay. No All right. I respect the arguments and shot shot to, shot to Eli for knowing when to walk away too. Like don't yeah, don't drag on the string being a weekend at Bernie's out there. Like shout out to you, Eli. You know he still he still showed it in his last in the last two games that he played. He still showed he can play, but he doesn't need to prove anything anymore. Why? Yeah, he, Why? he went out he went yeah. out in a good way. 
He went right. out the yeah. good way. I respect look, look, Benny, the, the way the way the thing about the NFL is you buy all grace from right? You don't get you don't get thrown out like Jazz on the Fresh Prince. You know what I'm saying? And a couple of those guys, there's a lot of guys that have ah, you know, got thrown out. Uh, like I ain't gonna say no names, but yeah, we've seen it. We've seen it. Now, Eli, congratulations on hey, knowing when to hold them and knowing when to fold them, big fella. Mm-hmm. There yeah. it is. There it is. All right, gentlemen, we, we've had we've had enough time, you know, talking about the G men, talking about you know all this all this other stuff. We we got business to attend to. All right. Now before we get to that. In one second, we have to, you know, in order to know where you're going, sometimes, Jibby, you have to know where you've been, all right? Yeah, And uh, we got to take a look at how we made out from our uh, 2019 NFL season, NFL season Savage preview. So we're going we're gonna to go We're gonna go over these things. We'll move through this quickly, but, you know, Mike, we, we can have you jump in with a couple thoughts here. So first and foremost, the first category that JB and I picked, Mike, is we did first fan base to start talking crazy about winning. I picked the Browns, which I feel pretty good about. JB picked the Cowboys. Well, Mike, what, what do you think yeah, about can, that? Definitely Cowboys. I cannot stand Cowboy fans. <laughs> right. All they do is talk. Well, they talk as talk, crazy as the talk. Browns. Be honest. This season, they talk as crazy as the Browns. Oh, this season. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah but, but, you can look at, but you can look at the hype. You can look at the hype. They have Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, David Njaku, and then Baker had a good um, first year as a rookie. So... I can see the hype there that you can think, but the Cowboys have been at, for the past twenty five years. God, I've been, yeah. I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> yes. like it's just they're like they still talking about their five Super Bowls. They need to win a Super Bowl in this decade. Like, come on, let's let's go. It's it's I can't. It's that, annoying when it's I hear that, Cowboy Benny. fans. It's that it's that blind, fucking naive shit talking that makes them the worst. <laughs> right. They, they just talk And they don't shit even know their players. They don't even know right. their players, some of the fans. Right. They're yeah. talking shit to a door like it's going to talk back to them. Like, Cowboys <laughs> right. fans are horrible, man. Right, exactly. Exactly. Well, well Mike, a- a- as you know, uh, someone who's listened to this show, this is this is a uh, this is a Cowboy-free podcast. So anytime, anytime oh, yeah, we're yeah, talking we, about the yeah. podcast, we're usually talking shit. So you're, you're in good you're right. in good company. So, good. Yeah. Good. I, I agree. They're, they're, they're always delusional, so it's hard to argue that. All right, next category we had, and to be honest with you, I don't even know how to quantify this one, but we said first coach to snap in the press conference. I picked Mike Zimmer. I don't know that that happened. JB picked Gruden. I feel like it was Gruden. Mike, do you remember any coach like just going off in the in the press conference this year? Uh, hard to say. Yeah, it is. I, I, that's a hard <laughs> one. But I look, Gruden had one of those next question moments, right? Yeah, he did have one That's of those. True. He got a little, he got a little spicy about Derek Carr. He, got, he, he, he gave one, yeah, he gave one of those eyeballs. He was giving it to at him. the end of the season. Next Bruce question. Arians came Next off question. hard on Jameis Winston. Next question. He was killing it. So the Gruden. You know, oh yeah, yeah. You got it. Oh my God. Looks like fucking Popeye. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, so Gruden, Gruden kind of had a moment. All right. Okay, we got that one. All right. So um, now here's one I know JB got for a fact. This one, Mike, was first player to snap on his team. I said Jalen Ramsey. I had some good evidence to think that was going to happen. But JB, pick correctly, he said one Antonio motherfucking Brown. And uh, he was definitely right about that one. Jesus yeah, big Christ, right. JB. And I would have picked Stephon Diggs. When he guy. snapped, honorable mention to oh, yeah. Stephon. Oh yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, there mention. you go, there you go, yeah, 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 yeah there you go. That was, was a right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my, the first of all, guys, we gonna we gonna say um, a nice little prayer for AB because that motherfucker, something wrong with, him, right? Yeah. And, I, and 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 you, Mike, you can you listen to the show. Me and Benny talked about this couple couple episodes ago. I said 
I'm tired of his antics. Something is wrong with him. All right, there's something wrong with him. And then now, now all of a sudden, now we have the the exclusive inter- interview with Joe Cena Anderson coming up. Nobody want to watch that shit. Oh, nobody want to watch that shit. Don't nobody want to watch Antonio Brown try to butter up and kiss ass trying to get back in the NFL. So as soon as he get back in the NFL, he gonna start doing the same dumb ass shit that he was doing while he was out of the NFL. They kept him out of the NFL yeah. the duration that he's been out. So. Eh. The apologizing is getting old. The apologizing is getting old. Show me something. You know what I'm saying? Fuck your words. Show me something. Exactly. So, so JB, JB got that one. Pretty much got that one right. I would say. All right. Now, these ones were kind of tricky. I feel like JB might get this one as well. Uh, The next category, Mike, was supposed to be good, but ended up garbage. Team of the year. I said the Vikings. It was decent until they 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 cracked the they cracked the uh, the Saints, and then JB said the Jaguars. So I think JB's kind of got it. Although Mississippi Mustache, I don't know, he was kind of doing his thing. What did you What did you he think, won, Mike? About the he won two games. <laughs> he won, hey, it's a Mississippi games. Mustache. Show love. He's my guy. Mississippi, He's Mississippi man. But he won two games. So, uh, facts are facts. Yep. That that is a tough one. I'm thinking right now. Probably. Uh, I don't know. Probably uh, Oakland had a lot of hype in the beginning of the year, also, and then Good they pick. just I mean, turned the They lost to the Jets like 34 to three. And I mean, they, the elephant, just, the, the elephant in the room, the Browns. <laughs> I mean, we can yeah, all, just, probably the, we can all just agree on that one. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that, that was yeah. that Browns was like, definitely. Yeah. Cow- you can make case for the Cowboys. Make case for the Rams in the, in that right. in that one. Ooh, the Cowboys. The Cowboys definitely because they oh, should yeah, they, they, they should have won the Bowl. They yeah, oh, they, they should have. Yeah, oh yeah. Even like yeah. like I mean, you you had you had you had these quote unquote professors on ESPN like Cowboys going to the Super Bowl. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, all right. Don't hold your breath. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, all right, see, there's there's a few teams you can make case for. All right, now, Mike, we got support. We have the supposed to be trash, but ended up balling team of the year. I was right for half the season with the Colts. I still don't quite know what happened to the Colts. And then JB, right. of course, said his Cardinals, which I think Cardinals, yeah, I mean, they, they, they finished strong. I don't think they were balling, per se, but they weren't as bad as people thought they were going to be. But nah, who, nah. what was the team that you saw, Mike, that was like, you thought that they were going to be garbage. They ended up actually being pretty good. The Ravens. The Ravens. You know the Ravens are garbage. I just didn't think it. I didn't like. I just didn't think the Ravens were going to be that good this year. It's just and then they just start going and just they took yeah. it all the way to the last <laughs> going, game. Going, going is right. Shit, they were they were going, going, going. Shit, right, right. Okay, all right. Okay, so that that was just kind of some of the predictions that we made. That kind of random ass categories, right? Now we get into the, in, into the real nitty gritty. So we made it. We made before the season started. We picked our six. Uh, playoff teams from each conference. Uh, starting with the AFC, I had the Chiefs, ding, which I got correct. Pats, ding, which I got correct. Uh, Texans, ding, got correct. Uh, Browns, eh. Steelers, eh. and Chargers. So I did, I did uh, three. I was three for three. I got three right. And then JB, yep, yep. JB, had, JB had the Pats, ding. Colts, eh. Browns, eh. Uh, Chiefs, ding. Chargers, eh. and Ravens. Uh, yeah, not bad. Was there any Mike? Were there any teams that you could have sworn were gonna were gonna get in? I mean, certainly not the Cowboys. But was there anybody like I feel like they're gonna get in? They ended up getting or like how how would you say how would our picks stack up to who you thought was gonna make the playoffs this year? Put it that way. Well, I don't think you picked good, Coach Bridges. What? Oh, no. oh what? no! Coming at the coach. This was awesome. I look. I was fifty percent like you. Fifty percent. What do you mean? So who else would you have picked in, in hindsight? Now, is in hindsight, who, who would you have picked? Yeah. In the AFC to go to the playoffs that we didn't pick. 
Uh, probably, uh, <clears throat> I, who, I'm thinking of other teams, it's hard, it's on, I'm on the spot. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, you got the laptop, so you pull up. <laughs> no, no, you pull up uh, probably, well, definitely, I would think Detroit. Detroit looked good in the begin, like uh, beginning of the season. They were always in every game. Thank you. Now, now, we're talking about AFC. We're talking about AFC right now. We're talking right. about NFC. Right. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. My bad. My I'll bad. take the compliment uh, anyway. I mean, we won't, JB. We, we both picked the Browns and the Chargers. So I mean, you know. Oh yeah, we, right. We, you know. I mean, but rightfully so, though. I mean, you know, like last year they had decent seasons. We had we had high hopes for the Browns. You know how we are about the Browns. We have a sentimental mm-hmm. spot. Well, I had because right. I. Cause I ain't fucking with them no more. So we had a sentimental spot in our hearts for the Browns, and then the Chargers just had a just had a good season last year. So it's like, why would we not pick them? They upgraded their defense. They had come people coming back healthy. So why the hell we not pick them and go to the playoffs? I mean, shit. Yeah, they were yeah. at, so, at yeah. the time they weren't they weren't unreasonable, Mike. But I just, I just think it's hilarious that the uh, Chargers basically told Old Philly Rivers, "Don't don't call us, right? We'll call you, player. We'll call you, baby. And, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, that, that's that's going to be very interesting to see what they do in the off season. Uh, will they trade up to get Tua? Will they try to lure old Tommy fucking Brady kid to get to the to the Chargers? Only time will tell. Tom out here dropping ominous walking in or out of right, the stadium picture. Right. So yeah, I was confused about that. I was like, is he leaving or is he coming back? What is he doing? I know. N- another 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 segment for another day. Moving moving on to the NFC. <laughs> I picked uh the Eagles. Ding. Rams and Bears and Saints. Ding. Cowboys and and the cheese eating Packers. Ding. Got that. Uh so I did what? I did uh I got three right? Two yeah, three, I got three for three again. Uh and what then JB. Yep, JB had the squawks, ding, Saints, ding, Vikings, ding, uh, Eagles, ding, Rams, eh, and Panthers, eh. So you actually did a little bit better uh, than me on this one. Um, yeah, I mean, the the Rams typically, when, uh, history shows when teams go to the Super Bowl, a lot of times they don't make the playoffs next year. So that wasn't all that um, surprising. But, but, yeah, but I mean, still, they have a lot of talent. Like, I, I don't know how, like, they, they the have same damn team. The like, yeah. Yeah. And then They're they got the Jalen Ramsey, team. too. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. the exact they same team they had last year. It was like, what do you mean? And and quote and quote unquote a healthy Todd Gurley. So I was like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. yeah, big big huge disappointment. I, you know, I, I was expecting him to go way farther. Allegedly, yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. so that I mean, look, that's our that's our playoff teams. That well, now we're getting the conferences, uh, conference games. Uh, we said we both got our AFC champs right. We both said the Chiefs. And then in the NFC, uh, we got neither right. I said I said Ooh. the Eagles. JB said uh, the Saints. Um, and finally, Mike, our prediction, and we'll see we'll see how well this holds. JB and I both picked the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl this year. Be be honest, Mike. When when Mahomes went down with a knee injury, where where, where was your mind in terms of? What they were going to do? Did you think they were going to bounce back and make this run like that, or what? Where, what were you? No, because I, I didn't know if uh, Mahomes was going to come back. Like he, he had no idea, and then they're saying he's he feels good and he's going to come back. But then they had to go back to their backup. Um, forgot his name, Moore. Matty Matt Moore, Moore, yeah, Matty Moore, yeah, yep. High school coach Matty Moore, show that man some respect. High school coach, <laughs> and 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 he was scouting for uh, for the Dolphins at the time. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, I know Matt. Matt came in uh, Carolina. Uh, my last year there, Matt came into Carolina, so I played with him my last year in Carolina. Wonderful young man, great kid. Yep, yep. So there it is. So, so I mean, yeah, we got, we got, we got. If nothing else, Mike, we got the, uh, we got the Chiefs going. You know what I mean? Yep. Got so the Chiefs I, going. I, I, I thought they were done. I thought they were done when he was hurt, but then they made the run. So yeah, they did. And I hope they win the Super Bowl. I'm going. Hey, that's. 
Well, hold hold it's that hold that thought, Mister Lonsky, because we we gotta get into it now. We've we've teased the whole season. JB's having a sip of the dilly. Uh, we got our we got our plans to hang out with our friends and family. So there's nothing left to do to get into these savage picks. But first, oh, because we did a, a commemorative episode, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, last week. We didn't get we weren't able to get into it from last week. We got to see after the NFC AFC Championship weekend how we did, and with the drum roll, please. Is at 134, 107 and 1, but your guy, the great Blue Dini, is at 136, 105 and 1, and that's because we both picked the Chiefs, but oh, JB picked them cheese eating rats to go to the Super Bowl <laughs> from the NFC, and he was wrong. I got the Niners. And by the way, and by the way, reviewers and for JB, uh, when we complete the season, Savage Picks is going to be fully recounted like the Bush-Gore election, all right? We're not right, going to leave this exactly. up to chance. We're going to fully right. recount the picks. But as of we right ain't now, fuck with those Florida voters. We ain't fuck with those Florida voters. Exactly. <laughs> as, of, as of right now, uh, JB, JB ha- I have to take an L. JB has to win to even make this even, even a possibility. Wow. Is that, like, wow. And that, that, but there's, there's no way I can win at this point. We both beat the Chiefs. To win the Super Bowl, so there's no way. Well, we both we win. both picked the Chiefs in before the season started. Who knows what we'll pick? But, now. but we gotta honor that. We have to honor that right now, right? We, one no, of you listen, has to pick one team. Only, yeah, Mike. As Mike knows, the only thing we have to honor, JB, the only rules that we have is that we have to we pick, have to our, pick our, our own squad. Yeah, yeah, That's it. it. How about you guys flip a flip a coin for it? Flip a coin for it. I'm picking the Chiefs. Chiefs. I'm, I'm, I'm picking the Chiefs because my my brother will kill me if I don't pick the Chiefs. So. My older brother is a diehard Chiefs fan, mm-hmm. and I won't be red to win his first championship, so I'm not picking nobody but Chiefs. You know what I'm saying? All right. Plus, 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 I had no fucking idea the San Francisco 49er fans were so goddamn annoying, man. I know. <laughs> and, where, and where the fuck did they come from? Like, where the right. fuck did y'all come from? Bang, bang, right. Niner gang, y'all was fucking did you, hiding did you see the, the picture? Uh-huh. You see the picture of the stadium like four years ago when they were like losing all those yeah, games. Yeah, I, I saw the bandwagon, and then that, now, yes. now this year it's full. Now it's, now it's bang bang not a gang. Now you know what exactly. I'm saying? He thought he was wearing Raiders gear exactly. like fucking two years ago. Now he's bang bang not a gang. Right? Exactly. So what are we doing? Well, J- JB JB's making his pick known, but damn it, we got to make it official. It is time for Super Bowl Fifty Four Savage Picks. Cue the music. Pow, 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 pow. That's right. It's going down at Hard Rock Stadium, Miami Gardens, Florida. The weather is predicted as a balmy, sunny 66 degrees. It is the Niners at the Chiefs. The line is a point and a half for the Chiefs. Uh, Looking at the injuries, there are some cats banged up for the Chiefs. Uh, Travis Kelsey is listed with a knee issue, but a full participant in practice. Uh, you got center Sean Ryder with a wrist injury, Chris Jones on D-line with a calf injury, and Deion Yelder with an Achilles injury. But all those guys have been participating on the flip side. Uh, you got Tart, the safety with a ribs injury, Tevin Coleman running back shoulder, and Quan Alexander uh, was the bang up, but got put back in for the NFC Championship. All these guys are banged up, but they're still, everybody is, is listed to play. Good so good um, Super Bowl, Super Bowl weekend. Everyone's going to play. Everybody's got an injury. Trust <laughs> yeah. me, everybody's like, just because they don't listen, I'm pretty sure everybody's got. A, ooh, yeah, wow, everybody, everybody's man. fucked up. Yeah, you come out there it's limping out with some it's, it's, it's the it's the Super Bowl. The tour dog will be flowing like the river now. Trust <laughs> oh me, I say. My God, Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh my God! So, Mike, we're we're gonna start with you. Uh, simply put, Chiefs 
Niners, who are you picking and why? Break break it down for us. Just I, I have to go with the Chiefs. I just think that they they are the team to be, to be honest. And I think that the, you have to stop their offense. I know that uh, the 49ers have great, has a great defense, but just how fast the Kansas City offense runs, it's going to be hard to keep up. Like the the thing that's going to stop him, Richard Sherman has to get his hands on Tyreek Hill. He like he has to press him at the line, or else they're not going to uh, they're not going to be able to cover him because how fast he is. So yeah. Got the, got the Chiefs. All right. Do you, do you have a, what do you, what do you think in score wise? The Super Bowl we got we got to do a score. What do you think? I'm thinking 31 27 Chiefs. Okay. All right. So beat so beat the line for the betters out there. All right. So so Mike's got the Chiefs. JB, you you've already made it known that you're taking the Chiefs, staying with your preseason prediction. But why? Mm. Tell the reviewers mm. why. How's it going down? Speed kills. I hate to say it because everybody's been saying it. speed kills. But also weapons kill. Not just speed, weapons. Right. When a quarterback can throw the ball to this guy, this guy, this guy, and this guy, and all of them can make a play, two or three can you miss one tackle, they're gone. That's a problem. I think that they're going to get Mahomes off the spot because he can throw from different platforms. So he's going to be rolling out. It's going to be quick throws to the flats. It's going to be all these little things. Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy are going to be mad scientists over there, Mr. Burns fingering, because this fast flow – defense of the 49ers that everybody is so heralded about. They love them. And to, they're to be admired. Now, they do great things. They play fast football. They all run to the ball, which is one thing, as a coach, I love to see. But I just think that with all the weapons that KC has, and Mahomes giving that aspect that he's shown the whole playoff, him getting out of the pocket and running the ball. So what that does, Ben, is that they know he can run the ball. So somebody has to keep an eye on him. Well, when his eyes are here, he can't keep his eye on what's going on behind him. It's going to be some real, some dink and dunks. It's going to be some big time players from people. From, from, it's going to be catching runs. And then the defense, because Jones is playing, they're going to do the same thing that they did in Tennessee. They're going to stop the run. And when you stop the run with the 49ers, they're dead in the water, right? That's what they base their life off of is running the ball, play action, hitting guys over the middle. Debo Samuels does a great job catching the ball and running. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, you know what I'm saying? He's the speed guy to win that count down the field. And, uh, and then the Kittles cat, uh, who, who's just, you know, he's Gronk, you know, 1.5. I was going to like, oh, he's 2.0. No, he's not that good. Yeah, sorry. He's just right. not. Uh, so, yeah, that's just that. And I just feel like the Chiefs are going to be, in the long run, too much for him. I feel like it's going to be close in the beginning. Uh, you know, the emotions are going to be super high. But then reality is going to set in. So I'm looking at about a 35-21 score, right? Possibly 35-24. But, yeah, that, that's what we're looking at. Chiefs get the W. Andy Reid gets his first two-goal ring. Yep. Shot, yes, sir. Okay. I'm, I'm all for it. Okay. Good shit. So you, you both got the Chiefs. So, coming in this game, I think it's going to be uh, – there's going to be a lot of emotions running high. I think there's going to be – I think the Chiefs are going to have a fast start. And I think it's going to be a little one of those kind of, eh, is this going to be a shitty Super Bowl for a hot second there, somewhere in the middle of the second quarter. I suspect with some – Good play calling by young Kyle Shanahan. He's going to get Kittle involved. I think Mostert's going to be able to have a decent game, not a great game. And it's going to make him close, and I think there's going to be an opportunity for the Niners to take the lead toward the end of the fourth quarter. However, going into the the fourth quarter, I think some additional firepower, particularly expecting some big things out of Tyreek Hill, 
I think that's going to allow the Chiefs to pull away late, and I'm suspecting that the Chiefs are going to win 42 to 35, and that Ooh, that is my prediction. High game, huh? Yeah, uh, yes, yes, because I think I think there's going to be a surge from the Niners that will keep them in the game and, and allow them to take the lead for a little while. No. So I'm saying 42 they're, to 35. They're, they're definitely not going to give up. That they they're a fighting, scrapping ball club. They are. You got to admire just you know mm-hmm. the, the, the offensive coach. Uh, solid defensive coordinator. You got to admire these cats for the way they have this young, vibrant football team playing. I, I really, it's been a joy to watch them play. Again, even though the Niners fans are just annoying as shit. For the worst, yeah. Uh, we can say uh, it. Yeah. Like they're, they're, they're up there in Cowboys. They're in contention yeah, yeah. with the Cowboys at this point. Uh, have a little success. Like, goddamn. Like, like so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. Uh, it's been a pleasure watching them play. It's going to be a fun Super Bowl to watch. Damn and right. I'll be glued to the TV. And, hey, so, you know, may the best team win. The team that executes the best will win the game. Bottom That's line. it. It's just football every Sunday, Saturday, Excuse Thursday, yep. Monday. It don't matter. The team that executes the best is going to get yep. the W. Yep. Oh, and, and Mr. Sherman, we're talking a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. We've been talking mm-hmm. a whole lot of shit about this and the third, but we gonna see can you cover this little motherfucker? And, and Mike, Mike, you were saying him, him checking him at the line. I don't even think that's gonna help because that's worse. If he presses him and misses, it's that's a fifteen yard void for him to yeah. catch that ball. He's gonna catch that ball and, and he gonna make one guy miss. And like, I mean, that's not what they want. They're gonna try to play that bullshit ass on that three. Right, and, and once they see that he can get ran by him in three, this dude is fast and he has Olympic speed. Sure. He has Olympic track speed on a football field now, which is different, right? right. Because the surfaces are different. Surfaces, like Tracks get, don't give, football surfaces do. So, he has Olympic speed on a football field. Richard Sherman don't. I don't care how smart he is. You know what I'm saying? Like, this guy gets on top of him, bad business. It's just, I, so, I'm anxious to see how Sherman's going to handle this. Right? He's been running his mouth, playing into all this shit that happened with, uh, what's your man named Revis? Mm-hmm. Uh, playing mm-hmm. in the Revis's hole, you know, come at him side. He came out of sideways, I give him that. But right. he told the truth. Like, he told the truth in, in, in a sense. But Richard Sherman did a good job earlier. I was watching uh, Countdown, and he was saying to uh, Keyshawn, he was like, you know, you, you, you can you going to knock me for being the player I am, right? You know what I'm saying? Some offensive linemen are run blockers, known as run blockers. Some of them are known as pass, best pass, better pass protectors. Some defensive linemen are known as run stoppers. Some are known as pass, you know, pass rushers. We are who we are in this game. So for Reeves to come out of sideways, that was kind of fucked up. But I mean, it was entertaining. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Reeves was like, Reeves was like, oh, you a bitch. You hiding behind cover three. <laughs> like, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It ain't never, it ain't never been Sherman Island. Basically, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's right. always been Sherman Island with two or three islands around it. Right. But you, one you thing you can't take, yeah, the one the one thing you can't take away from Sherman is he, he's been there before and he's he's going to come to play oh, no, and no. it's going to be he a fun is. game to watch. Yeah, so he is you a know, super intelligent player, smart. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying physical, physical. That's one thing I yep. love about Sherman. He's physical. Oh, he'll hit you. Mm-hmm. Yep, I love that. Yep. Exactly. Very savvy. So like that's why I say I'm anxious to see exactly. what happens with that little chess match. Mm-hmm. Well, we shall see who is right, who is wrong, yeah. who is both right, who is both wrong. Uh, Mr. Lonsky, before we let you go, uh, please plug all your social media. Again, you got you, you are the winner of the league, so take advantage of your plug, your social media, whatever else you want to plug. Oh, well. The floor is yours, sir. Got it. Thank you. Uh, just uh, thanks to everyone in the league. Sorry to beat you all. My <laughs> bad. But uh, <laughs> all good. Well, plug, plug your plug your social yeah, media. Yeah, yeah, plug your social media. Oh, 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 you want me to do that? I thought you meant okay. My bad. Uh, like, 
Twitter, Twitter and Instagram is Michael.Lonsky. L-O-N-S-K-I is how you spell the last name. And then all that, I'm on there. So hit me up on there. And yeah, Tinder, Bumble. Tinder, Bumble. Not Tinder. Yeah. Not Tinder. Planet, you know what I mean? He's a, he's a, you know what I'm yeah. saying? MySpace, no MySpace, no? Okay, all right, here we go. <laughs> That was before his time, JB. That was like that's, hey, that. Even MySpace is old now. Shit. Yeah, oh my that, God. that shit. That shit, dumbo. That's like 06, baby. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, we. Right, exactly. Mike, you, so, Mike, you, Mike, you probably wasn't 06 in like elementary school. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, exactly. Yep. Yeah, man. Yeah. But hey, you know, make sure, make sure to follow him. We'll, we'll make sure he's all tagged up in our show notes as well so you know exactly where to follow him. JB, any final thoughts for the viewers for getting up out here? Enjoy our Super Bowl Sunday, uh, baby. You, you know I gotta talk a little shit now. You know I gotta, I gotta, I gotta burn. All right, all right. We lost a great one in Kobe Bryant. All right, Good. we lost his beautiful daughter. We lost a great coach uh, out, at, out of junior college out in Orange County. His wife, his daughter. We lost a great man, a pilot. All right. We lost a lot of people in that accident. Kobe Bryant being the most famous one. Um, this hashtag girl dad, Benny. Eating my fucking ass. You understand me? It's eating my ass. I, I don't understand. Social media is so corny, right? So corny. So this young lady, I forget her name, ESPN, tells her story about Kobe Bryant. She was pregnant with a baby. Kobe was, you know, all jovial when he talked to her. And the baby was a girl. Kobe was like, oh, I love having girls and yada, yada, yada. Sorry, brother, you ain't really got no choice yet. Four of them. Uh, so you had to love having girls. But I understand what he was saying. I get it. I tell Benny all the time, girls are the best because girls going to take love their daddies to take care of their daddies. No offense to you, Mike. I'm, I was a son, too. Benny was a son. We're all sons. We were good sons. Right? We're good sons. So, But here's the thing about social media. Have you seen that hashtag, Benny, that girl dad shit? I seen I didn't. I didn't really look into it, though. Just, just grinding my gears, bro. So you motherfuckers didn't know you was a girl dad before she said that shit? Like you didn't you wasn't aware that you had girls before that? It wasn't cool to have a girl before that? It wasn't cool to have a daughter before you found out that Kobe Bryant was a girl dad. Stop being so fucking corny on social media. God damn, that shit's weak as fuck to me. And every time I see it, I just cringe. I'm like, ugh, fuck you mean, dog. Like chill with that. Like I was, I've been a girl dad for 16 years when Deja came out the womb, and here comes Anaya. Right, well, here comes Sparrow now. I knew I was a girl dad then. I didn't need the fact that Kobe Bryant was so elated about having girls, and a hashtag comes about. Now everybody's taking pictures of their daughters. Your dad. They were like, you want to honor Kobe Bryant, take care of your daughters. You want to be a father, take care of your motherfucking daughters. Mm-hmm. Like, stop being so goddamn corny, social media. I, that, 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 that shit been eating my ass from the moment I saw it. And here's the first person I saw do it, Damian Woolley. So you already know I was just like, yeah. you, you, you corny motherfucker. Like, just, just <laughs> social media, stop. And another thing, like, social media is so corny, bro. Like, everybody's hashtagging mama mentality now. Like, so you didn't have it when he was alive? Mm-hmm. You didn't. You didn't respect the fact that it was. It was a real thing when you was when like everybody loved him. But now it's a hashtag mama mentality. Everybody wants the mama mentality. Keep it alive. Y'all stop being so fucking corny. All right. Find another way to mourn this man. Appreciate him. Right. Appreciate what he did. Appreciate the things that he did as a man. 
after basketball. And you can do that without being a corny son of a bitch on social media. Alright? You can do that in many other ways besides being a fucking cornball yep. on social media and hashtagging girl dad like you didn't realize you had girls until you found out that Kobe Bryant was so proud to be a father of a girl. Like, right. stop being cornball, bro. Like, right. for real. Like, right. you know, I'm sorry. I had to end a great show on a negative note. But if I don't look, if I don't bang, who the fuck you? Huh? Right, exactly. Well, well said. You know, there's plenty of hypocrisy and, and corniness on social media, but damn it, you won't get that from us. First and foremost, run back our episode 146, an excellent tribute to the life and times of Kobe Bryant, and follow right. us on social media at JB and Benny Blue, JB and Benny Blue for all past episodes, merch, all that good stuff. We're on all streaming platforms, and that's it. Shout out to Mr. Mike Lonsky for joining us again. He is the winner of the For the People on. Fantasy League. Enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Don't drink and drive. All that shit. Tell your girlfriend, I got to watch this game real quick. Got some money on it. Do whatever you got to do oh, and eat. You oh. know what I'm saying? Whatever you got to do. We love you, reviewers. And until next week, we, we are out. Peace. You. Oh, Mondays. Just became a Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Ugh, Mondays. Just became a Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.